Welcome to Walk the Talk with Israel Ronald, a weekly podcast that shatters the two biggest lies. One, that you are supposed to have it all together and that everyone's life is perfect but yours. Hello, my Walk the Talk family. I'm so glad you're here uh, with me today. I'm so excited, very happy. God is doing very beautiful things in my life. And I hope that um, he's doing the same out there for you. I'm praying for those that are having a rough time. May God come through for you. Because you see, friends, the Bible says that weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. Today I want us to look at Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. It's the Lord's commission to Joshua after the death of Moses, and it is very impressive. The Lord instructs Joshua, son of Nun, with these words, and I think you and I need to take them on for ourselves, because if it were not so, I don't think they will be on the pages of Scripture in the first place. So um, this is the Lord speaking to Joshua uh, as the new leader of Israel. He says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. For then will you make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. And I'm thinking we should tear this verse in pieces so that we can be able to comprehend it pretty well. It begins with a command, and the Lord himself is speaking to Joshua, and he's speaking to us. It says, this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. Question comes to mind. How does it get to the mouth? Well, um, Jesus one day when speaking to his audience said that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. In other words, it can't get to the mouth unless it's flooding from the source. It should come from the source, that is your heart, and then that's, that, that's where the mouth speaks of the overflow of your heart. And it's an investment that one makes. A choice for one to deliberately study the word so that it's part of their everyday talk and everyday life. It surprises me that when the devil came to tempt Jesus, he knew the word and quoted it faultlessly. And I'm thinking that he, he does a better job when it comes to that because even me, I'm still on a journey of uh, quoting scripture and memorizing it because a time will come and uh, you don't have your Bible with you or maybe you don't have internet or your smartphone with you and you're faced with this temptation and you need the word of God to back you up. So it's, it's to our advantage that we memorize scripture and have it at the back of our mind so that when the enemy prompts us with these nudging temptations, we can be able to back, to, to, to back up ourselves with scripture like Jesus. You already knew what to say and how to say it. And it's a surprise that when the devil came to tempt Jesus, he knew the word. Same thing for Jesus. If the Son of God depended on the written word of God, why do you think you and I? Our words are good enough to back us up. Just asking. Let's continue with Joshua. Another part of God's instruction in Joshua 1.8 says, but you shall meditate in it day and night. And I try to look up the word meditate. To meditate is to think and reflect. It is to tear something apart and think through it with the aim of having a better view of it. It's to ponder on something very closely, to chew on it slowly and carefully like a cow chews its card. So Christian meditation means uh, we increase our awareness. It's our way of increasing our awareness of God's presence in and around us. And it differs from any other forms of meditation in that it does not focus on emptying one's mind or becoming detached, but rather on filling our minds with God and becoming more attached to him. So um, 
The instruction is very clear. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night. Why? That you may observe to do according to all that is written in it. So many times we fall into temptations and traps of the enemy because we don't know what the word says. We've trusted our minds with Google that uh, you, sometimes I find it difficult personally to quote scripture. And every time I want it, I'm like, somewhere in the Bible it says, somewhere in the Bible says, where does it say? We should have these things at our fingertips. That's what I think. So, you can't meditate on what you don't have. In other words, a cow won't uh, chew on what he didn't eat. So, meditation requires that you first read and you memorize. Like ruminants first uh, eat up as much as they can. And when they are in their, in their resting places with nothing disturbing them, they slowly bring back what they ate earlier and rechew it in a more focused manner. And that's the very definition of meditation. So according to the verse, we are never to let the book of the law leave our mouths. And like I mentioned earlier, it doesn't get to the mouth by coincidence. It's something we deliberately choose to do. Meditation is a key. It is the key for us to uh, seeing and memorizing and uh, getting from the from, from getting the best from the word of god because i think you've realized by now that, uh, that the word of god is not as uh, as simple it is not a uh, it, it's like encoded form honestly and it's up to us to unpack with the help of the holy spirit whether what god meant and uh, have it um, imprinted in our very lives i like the luganda version of the passage allow me read it Echitabo chino, echama teka, techivanga mukamwako. Nayona chiro wozanga mu, emesana ne chiro. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. Sorry to our English speakers. <laughs> I've heard it say that we think and reason in our native languages. I actually don't know how true this is, but I do think the point has reached home. So throughout the Bible, especially in the book of Psalms, are verses speaking on the topic of meditation. In the first chapter of Psalms, we read, Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. He is like a tree planted by the streams of water that yields its fruit in season, and its leaf does not wither. In, that, in, in all that he does prospers, according to Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3. So friends, last year, um, around Jan, Feb there, I usually lost sleep during the night. I then started not noticing that it was at a particular time, as in it wasn't just some uh, random hour in, uh, in the middle of the night. No, it was at a particular hour when I suddenly lost sleep and found myself wide awake in my bed. So every day the same thing happened, and I didn't have an alarm to have me awake. I just found myself fully awake and uh, aware of my environment. And when I asked the Holy Spirit, that's when I stumbled on Psalm 119 verse 148, which says, My eyes are awake through the night watches that I may, that I may meditate on your word. So the scripture made it quite clear to me. I like this one because I constantly do it when I lose sleep in the middle of the night or when worry and anxiety is trying to, um, to, to come my way. And this has become part of me. 
I can't start to tell you the insight I have received through meditation. Things the internet has no idea exist. Other things the Holy Spirit has been able to bring to my mind, has been able to reveal to me. It reminds me of God's capability to do what no eye has seen, what no ear has heard, or how a man has ever imagined, because these are the very things that God has prepared for those who love him. Actually, I don't know if you have realized like I have that meditating on the word of God refreshes the mind. We read in the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 2, which says, And do not be confirmed to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And how do you renew the mind? <laughs> you guessed it right, by pondering on the word of God. And you may be wondering, how do I meditate? Good question. It's very simple, I promise. Very simple. So, at my church, our pastor usually says that worry is misguided meditation. In so saying, if you know how to worry, which I guess you are well aware of, then you know how to meditate. Just focus on the positive part this time around. Just focus on the word of God, like one scripture leads to another, and that other scripture leads to another scripture. So before you know it, you have the peace of mind that surpasses the understanding of men. The writer of Psalms 119 asks himself a question and then quickly responds to himself. How can a young man keep his way pure? And the answer, by meditating on God's word. So, meditation keeps the mind pure like the psalmist has just told us. And it's the only way we transform the mind like the apostle Paul urges us to do. Meditation also brings peace to a troubled mind and increases our faith in the unfailing power of our Father, knowing that he won't fail us. You see, God is not a man that he should lie. He's not a son of man that he should change his mind. Very many promises of God are spelled out through the different pages of Scripture, and it's us, it's up to us to look them up and hang on to those promises, and surely God will do great things. So listening, friend, are you anxious, very worried, and don't know what uh, to do? The festive seasons are here, and maybe you are already up and down trying to make ends meet. Maybe you are having a rough time at your place of work. Maybe family is, uh, is badly of children are sick. Whatever it is, he is the recipe. The prophet Isaiah writes and says, You keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. That is through meditation, because he trusts in you. For man shall not live on bread alone, but on every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. I don't know, I don't know if you understand the gravity of this, but meditating on the word of God brings peace. You'll stop being anxious, you'll stop being worried when you start meditating on the word of God, because the God's word leaves no room for worry. It leaves no room for anxiety. Why don't you refocus your worry and think upon the things that the Lord has done in the past? Sometimes the enemy brings these challenges our way and we, 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 he, he makes us forget that God has done some things in the past. He has moved some, some mountains in the past. He has healed our diseases. He has given us food to eat. Remember, you may be looking for rent, but there's someone who's, who, who has the rent, they have the money, and they are bedridden. They are on oxygen. They have nothing. They, they can't eat. Friends, you and I have something to thank God for. And instead of focusing on the negative, we should thank God for what he has already done in our lives. 
Because he will keep us in perfect peace when we meditate and stay on him. Because we trust in him. For we shall not live on bread alone, Jesus says, but on every single word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Amen? Amen. So, let Jesus take the will. Let him handle the difficult paths and receive from him the peace of mind that the human mind can't comprehend. Will you choose to take this peace of God that surpasses all the anxiety and anxiousness and bring you freedom? Sure, you will want to do that. When you choose to meditate on God, it becomes part of you. The confession, I have hidden your word in my heart that I may not sin against you, found in Psalms 119 verse 11, will then resonate in our hearts and heal our minds. For God sent out his word and it healed our diseases and delivered us from all our troubles. Shall we pray? Father in heaven, we choose to focus and fix our thoughts on what is true honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. We choose to think about things that are excellent and worthy of praise, to meditate on these things, give ourselves entirely to, to, to them, knowing that all scripture is breathed out by God and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, that a man and woman of God may be equipped for every good work. Lord, would you equip us? Help us meditate on your word, Lord, because it's a command. You command us to meditate on your word every day. We choose to let the word of God dwell in us, in us richly, teaching us in all wisdom in Jesus' name. We destroy arguments and every lofty opinion raised against the knowledge of God, and we take every thought captive to obey Christ in the name of Jesus. Lord, we choose you today. We choose to believe you, King of glory. We believe you over those reports in the name of Jesus. We don't care what the doctors have said. We don't care what our bank accounts say. We don't care what the enemy has brought away. This we know that you who began a good work in us, you're going to accomplish it up to the days of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus. Lord, I'm praying for my friends that are sick. Would you stretch out your hand and heal them? For you sent out your word and it healed our diseases and delivered us from all our troubles and by your stripes we are healed lord bring that healing bring that breakthrough bring that testimony in the mighty name of jesus father bring beautiful ashes we pray in the name of jesus for our friends that are anxious very worried king of glory would you give them this peace lord this peace that makes no sense in the name of jesus may they put their trust in you for some trust in chariots and others do hope in horses lord some trust in their parents in their bank accounts in their money. But Lord, we choose to put our trust in you. We choose you today, King of glory. Fear, we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. For it is written that you've not given us the spirit of fear, but of love and power and a sound mind. So we speak a sound mind to every troubled mind in the name of Jesus. We speak peace in the middle of storms in the name of Jesus. We speak Speak the joy of the Holy Spirit in the mighty name of Jesus. We speak favor over rejection in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, it is written that we shall learn and never borrow. May that be our portion in the name of Jesus. That we will lead and others will follow in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we bless you. We exalt your name, King of glory. We glorify you for your worthy of praise and honor and glory and majesty. There is no one like you, Lord. There is no king like you, King of glory. The God that loves us, of glory. For God, you love the world that you gave your one and only son to die, that when we believe in your son, we'll not die, but we'll have eternal life. Father, you didn't send Jesus to condemn us. 
but you sent him to save us. Save us from our troubles, from our anxiety, King of glory. It is written that where the, 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 now the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Lord, bring liberty to our minds. Bring liberty to our businesses in the name of Jesus. Bring liberty to our families in the name of Jesus. Bring liberty, King of glory, at our places of work in the name of Jesus. Lord, provide for us in ways that we can never comprehend in the mighty name of Jesus. We bless you. Friends, if you would love to receive Jesus in your heart, just say, just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. I receive your forgiveness. Have my name written in the Lamb's book of life. I make you both Lord and Savior of my life. In Jesus' name I do pray. Amen. Congratulations, child of God. Feel free to write to us at israel.tronal7 at outlook.com. That is israel.tronal7 at outlook.com. And share with us this good news. Get rooted. God bless you. Can't wait to have you in the next episode of Walk the Talk. Thank you for your time and for joining at Walk the Talk. We value your feedback and encourage you to subscribe to our channel for more insightful messages. Be sure to write to us, israel.ronald7 at outlook.com. For questions, please find the details in the description. And of course, don't hesitate to spread the word to a friend. Stay blessed.